everybody. Welcome back to Paltry Squabbles. Oh, that was a that was a crazy week off, let me tell you guys. First, I fought a dragon again like that one time I lied in the beginning of an episode. And then after that, I went to a dragon themed theme park to uh to revel in my victory. And then after that, I fought another dragon. And then after that, I came up with more creative lies that I'm not going to tell you because I don't feel like it. Alex, when the hell did you say you fought a dragon in a past episode? I don't remember. It was in an intro. Was that a, was that another lie? <laughs> oh, it was definitely a lie. That Oh, no, no, that wasn't. It was... Because I don't remember you doing a I fought a dragon bit in any of the other openings. It wasn't very long, but... Oh, no, I know which, I know exactly which one it was. Because, Blaine, I'm pretty sure that was what devolved us into you looking up dragons on DeviantArt. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah that, that that's that's def- That's definitely <laughs> it. Okay, yep. That was a more recent one than I thought. Huh. But anyway, hi, everyone. It's nice to be back again. Sorry we took a week off. My internet kept dying a lot. It was dying so. a lot. It was like 8.30, and we hadn't even started recording yet, and every five minutes, Blaine was gone for three. Yeah, so it was just not worth it, so we took a little, little a s- small vacation. Took a small breather. We we did some research for a topic we have today, even, Ooh. so don't worry. We're back, and we're better than ever, baby. Hell yeah. By the way, my name is Blaine. I'm Alex. And welcome to the pod, Paltry Pallbearers. Paltry Squabbles is the name of the podcast. You probably know that from having clicked on it, but I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be back. We we are back. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. Alex, hi. Yes, so we're going to be back the 29th, which is either the day you're listening to it or in the past. So we will be back then, but for you, we will have already been back or are coming back now. But not now, then now. But wait, when was then? Then is in the future. So we passed it? No, no, we didn't. Uh, The listener might have. So we're back to the past? We're in the past. We're in the listener's past. The listener is in our future. And our fu- that future may be the then that we come back, or it may even be after that. It may be a f- even future then. There's There's three different time frames here, Blaine. It's all very confusing. That's like, so we're like the ghost of futures past. Yep. Isn't that a movie? I don't fucking know. It sounds like a shit movie. That is a book. Oh, okay. That's my bad. It sounds like a shit book. It's a book. Is it even about Ebenezer Scrooge? Ghosts of Futures Past guides readers through the uncanny world of 19th century American spiritualism. More more than an occult par- parlor game, this was a new religion which channeled the voices of the dead, linked present with past, and conjured new worldly and otherworldly futures. Who was saying this book sounds like shit? This sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was like a thing. I just don't remember where it was from. All right, well... On to the episode, unless you have anything else in the intro. No, I got nothing. So I'm here, I'm eating this block of cheese, Blaine. Just bought it from the local grocery store, and uh, I, lo- I love me my I love me my cheese snack. Oh, good God, I love cheese. Who doesn't? I mean... I mean, I am from Wisconsin, yeah, so, I think, like, it's kind of in my I blood. I think you legally have to like cheese. I'm pretty sure... Oh, it's a good thing I do, because I will eat a block... I'm- I mean, I've never, I never have, but I could. You ever nibbled right off of the block? Not nibbled, because I feel like a little rat. <laughs> like if I'm going to eat cheese from the block, I would do it in slices. I wouldn't just like take a a, a bite just straight out of the block. I've definitely done it before. I would, I would make a chip off the old block. <laughs> that was some great word association, Blaine. Thank you. I tried. I um, can tell. I. Bet I can. I bet I know where this is going, Alex. So, what's your favorite cheese? What 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 type? Exactly. So many, I knew that was coming. So many different ways to take milk and make it hard. 
how they're different from a like making standpoint fuck if i know but they're different um my cheese of choice i love me some brie good god brie is good brie 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 i know i've heard of brie i don't know if i've ever had brie actually it is the one that comes in like that round like yellow box or whatever it's got like a shell kind of on the outside you can eat like the sh- i say shell it's not like a hard shell it's a soft shell you can you can <laughs> eat it it's fine i love to eat my cheese with soft the rind shells. the rind that's what it's called the rind there's a rind around it but yeah it's soft, it's creamy, it's delicious. You've just described a whole lot of cheeses. I do think I remember Brie, because it's like a, a spread cheese, right? Yes. You see it on a lot of char- charcuterie boards. Oh. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> you are not, my friend. Charcuterie? Close enough. It's like charcuterie, yeah. Charcucci. Yes. The charcucci board. The charcucci board. <laughs> yeah, um... Okay, that makes sense. Like I said, a lot of cheeses have a rind, but brie is like... Now, for you other Americans out there, when I say spreadable, I'm not talking like easy cheese or... Oh, squeezed cheese from the no, can? No, no, no. It's nothing like that. It's There are some fancy cheeses out there that are more of a paste than a solid. They're very popular in France. I mean, brie is a French cheese. That does explain it. So brie's pretty good. I've I've had it before, but it does not hold a candle to smoked gouda. You dumb you bitch. fucker. God damn it. Okay, so no, 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 the, no, the no, thing, no, 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 no. Shut up, Blaine. So the <laughs> thing about gouda is that it's delicious, and then you add some smoked flavor to it, and then I eat it right off the wheel. I wonder how long we could have kept that going for. <laughs> Both of us just like oh, no, 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 no. certainly long enough that I would have said, okay, I gotta cut that down. <laughs> yeah it would be a 20 minute <laughs> segment of a podcast just us going ha, 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 ha. maybe that's our uh our first april fools episode is we <laughs> do an intro and then in the middle of whatever bullshit first topic we come up with we just start devolving into yelling at each other to shut up for literally an hour so that we get our <laughs> point across and then right at, okay okay right at the end though right at the end when one of us finally lets go the other's like Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. And then, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> me too. All right, well, that's it. <laughs> I like that. Alex, see, my main issue is not really an issue. I will eat almost, no, any. I will eat any cheese that is placed in front of me. The thing that I prefer brie over Gouda with, it's the semi-hardness of the Gouda that takes it down a notch from brie because i like my soft cheese it's it's weird that you say that actually blaine because semi-hard is how i describe myself every time i'm eating gouda at <laughs> least i i wanted to make a comeback but i couldn't think of one fast <laughs> i was like well my soft cheese is how i feel when you talk about smoked gouda or something but i knew that wouldn't <laughs> i knew that wouldn't work that well and i would just sound dumb so what blaine's saying is that gouda is a turnoff but he will fuck <laughs> a burrito hmm. well yeah it's got all that good queso <laughs> cheese inside there and you got that good stuff inside of there holy fuck was that just a call back to episode two damn that's a long reach <laughs> uh yeah that's episode two okay okay um but yeah like you can eat it you know chilled cold like out of the refrigerator, but if you pop that bitch in the oven, oh, it's so melty and so creamy. Oh, it's so good, well, Alex. The crazy thing about heat and cheese is that you can make any cheese melty, including Gouda. Especially Gouda. Alex, mm. I want you to just to take a look at that magma coming out of that delicious rind. Like, I would not move out of the way if that molten lava of cheese was flowing towards me i would let it envelop me oh i remember trying brie now looking at that okay the rind is different than the rind that i thought you were talking about oh you were talking about like the uh wax red no i i thought that's what you're talking about at first but i did realize you weren't talking about like baby bell 
Um, I don't know what it is, but I've bought, like, hunks of a wheel of cheese before. I was making homemade Alfredo. It didn't turn out great. Parmesan is very dusty. Well, no shit. Did you buy, like, a hard block of Parmesan, or did you buy it, like, pre-dusted? No, no, a hard block that I then grated. Parme- I swear to God, oh, when you melt okay. Parmesan down, it's got, like, a dusty texture to it. Well, yes, you're. that's not really what, like, you need to get it dusted, and then you melt it. No, no, I was following a recipe. Well, they're fucking stupid. No, no, I, I, what I should have done was I should have mixed half mozzarella. You see. Well, yes, that's the best. But yeah, whenever I get my Parmesan cheeses, I get it, like, pre-dusted. But it's still, like, fancy, high-quality good shit. Oh, so shit. probably only, like, 5% cardboard, then. You know about that, right? Huh? B- Blaine, I swear, I shit you not, a large portion, like, a large percentage of most shake parmesan cheese is literally cardboard i am not exaggerating (laughs) i'm not comparing the texture to anything it's made out of cardboard or wood or something it's like wood shavings or something i don't fucking know it's it ain't cheese hold on let's let me but no no uh the parmesan cheese that i'm buying it's like fancy good stuff it's just been pre-graded so there is no cardboard or sawdust, or wood pulp, apparently. Wood pulp, of. yes, that's it. The fuck? Yeah, if I recall, it can be up to, like, 80%. <laughs> fuck me up with that wood pulp. Put it all over my spaghetti. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, a food scientist explains the origins of these headlines. A handful of cheese companies have found themselves the subject of some pretty salacious... He- I like that, that word. That's a good word. I think that's... Headlines like the Parmesan cheese you sprinkle on your penne could be wood. <laughs> penne. And the FDA finds wood pulp in major Parmesan cheese brands. As a food scientist, uh, blah, 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 blah. So, is there wood pulp in my cheese? The shorter answer is no. This is one of those exaggerations. But there is a reason for the lawsuits. The fight is over a food-safe additive called cellulose. I mean, okay, that's, they probably get it from wood Blah, 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 blah. Listen, all I'm saying is I'm going to trust the FDA over this nerd. If the FDA says there's wood in it, there's wood in it. You know? I don't mind. I've eaten wood before. Right? I eat paper sometimes. I mean, You goddamn freak. You eat paper often, apparently. Not often. Just most of the time I have tea. Which is often. Exactly. Oh, fuck, I should have made some tea before recording. Too late now. I mean, you can always cut out the part where you make the tea. I don't want to do that. But I I just am not a fan of, like, the semi-hard. Like, I'll fucking eat it. Don't get me wrong. I will eat any cheese. Even that... Oh, what's it called? It's the cheese with maggots in it. it fucking excuse me? Kazu Martsu, that's it. No, okay, I'm pretty adventurous. You can throw that in the fucking trash where it belongs. It's already got maggots in it. I would eat it. Honestly, I wouldn't give a shit. But yeah, Kazu Martsu. So what they do is they release like maggots into like a you know, a big block round wheel of cheese, right? And the maggots go and they eat the cheese in there, which makes it into like a soft soft texture right and then that is spread on stuff it's illegal most places i think it's italy that does it most often oh that makes sense i feel like they're the most willing to be freaks with cheese like i get wisconsin i think loves cheese more than italy loves cheese right because wisconsin people you're gonna eat any kind of cheese they throw at you people from italy are gonna have some standards but the thing about standards when it comes to food is that for whatever reason, the most ungodly shit is convinced to be very good. I think it, I think it's just some motherfucker tricking rich people, honestly. Like caviar? Okay, um, I would eat caviar instantly. Oh, I'd try it. In an instant, I would eat I, it. I would certainly try it. Um, okay, so apparently the region is Sardinia, which is an island off of Italy. I don't know if they're, like, the same island. And Corsica is another place that does it. They're an island off of France. Yeah, French makes sense, too. Same sort of... When it comes to cheeses, exact same sort of deal as Italy. And, yeah, the country of origin is Italy and France. But 
I think it has mostly like gone down because of health concerns. No. <laughs> so yeah, it is mostly like I'm pretty sure it's illegal to you know like make like as a whole, but there are still like uh, families that can like that make it for themselves. Like it's not legal in the United States. Okay, so you're telling me that we need to start up a uh, nasty cheese speakeasy? <laughs> Listen, Blaine. Okay, now there's a market here. We got to let people know about this fan- quote-unquote fancy cheese. This is the most vile shit I've ever fucking heard. Fancy my ass. We got to let people know about this fancy cheese and then let them know it's very exclusive. They can't find it anywhere. And then the rich people will find our speakeasy where we serve them the most vile things we can think of and watch them pretend to enjoy it. <laughs> like maggot shit. Maggot shit that we're calling cheese because it was cheese before they shit it out. Fucking disgusting. But yeah, like, the reason it's so, you know, like, dangerous, it's possible for the larva to survive the stomach acid and remain in the intestines. Fucking excuse- that made it ten times worse than what I was already picturing. The, the maggot- you're gonna feel them wriggling around in your goddamn mouth?! You're not go- I mean, maybe. But that's why you should chew them up. <laughs> I'm still gonna feel a wriggle before the chew! <laughs> oh. That- That is literally the most vile thing I've ever heard. Kazumartsu is created by leaving whole pecorino cheeses outside with part of the rind removed to allow the eggs of the cheese fly, blah blah blah, to be laid in the, the cheese. Che- you can't just call it a cheese fly because you let it lay eggs in your fucking cheese. You know how this was invented? Some nasty motherfucker left his cheese outside and some flies were on it. Someone was like, oh my god, there are flies all over your cheese. It's bad now. And then this motherfucker was like, oh, I still want to eat it, but I don't want to admit that. No, those are, uh, those are cheese flies. They're like that on purpose. God damn it. Alex, you're not giving it enough credit. It's considered to be unsafe to eat when the maggots in, in the cheese have died. If they're alive and still wriggling around, there it's fine to eat unless they eat your intestines. Are you telling me that it's better if the maggots are alive? Yes. No. That's incorrect. <laughs> At least the other one is going to kill me after that terrible, terrible experience of eating maggot cheese. Uh, when the cheese has fermented enough, it is often cut into thin strips and spread on moistened Sardinian flatbread and to be served with a strong red wine like... Yeah, because you're going to have to be fucking can, trashed. Can now? Kazumartsu is believed to be an aphrodisiac by the Sardinians, so you can ingest your larva in cheese and then fuck. No, no person ever has been turned on by maggot anything. That's not true. God, I wish that were true. <laughs> because the you're gonna love this part, Alex. Because the larva in the cheese can launch themselves for distances up to 15 centimeters when disturbed. Diners hold their hands above the sandwich to prevent the maggots from leaping. Your, your cheese is shooting maggots. <laughs> no, okay. No, no. How does this? How does fucking maggot cheese continue to get worse? That should have been the end of it. That should have been the, okay, that's not a thing, and it shouldn't be. No, no, now the maggots are going to shoot themselves at you, which is better than them You're going inside this. of your body, to be fair. Alex, don't worry, it's fine. You can eat the cheese without the maggots. Some who eat the cheese prefer not to ingest the No, maggots. I fucking wonder Those why! Those who do not wish to eat them place the cheese in a sealed paper bag. The maggots, starved for oxygen, writhe and jump in the bag, creating a pitter-patter sound. When the sounds subside, the maggots are dead and the cheese can be eaten. This is the worst take on popcorn (laughs) I've ever fucking heard. I'm not... If I saw a bag of maggots with some cheese in it, my first thought wouldn't be, Oh yeah, let's get some cheese, baby. No, it has been tainted. The the mere thought of maggots has tainted it, much less allowing them to writhe around and shit in there and make their own little maggoty corridors. And then you (laughs) pop them out and you dig it out of a sea of maggots? Here, Alex, I'll send you a picture of Kazumartsu. No, don't. You don't see any maggots in this. Don't worry. 
That looks more like a bread. That's fucking disgusting. That is fucking but, disgusting. But I will find a picture of the cheese with maggots. Don't worry. <laughs> this is causing you pain. This, how is it not causing you pain? I'm an I'm an adventurous eater, my guy. I would eat Me it. too, but I draw the line at fucking maggots. Ugh, gross. You just said you you draw the line, so you're not going to eat it. Precise. I I'm an adventurous eater, but I'm not going to eat maggots. Gotcha. Certainly not live maggots. I'd eat a live worm if, if someone talked me into it. Not a maggot. <laughs> As if that's better. It absolutely is better. All right. Uh, here's a picture that shows some of the maggots. It's a very close-up picture, but yeah, they're tiny maggots. It's fine. That doesn't make it fine. Nothing about this is fine. Imagine how many listeners have turned off this episode because they're just going to talk about maggots for another half hour. No, okay. No, I can... Maggot cheese is the most interesting thing I've ever heard because nothing has appalled me quite like that. (laughs) If it were boring, I wouldn't be talking about it anymore because I would have been bored. But what in the goddamn shit? Who in the fuck... I mean, I guess Italians and French people... Why in the fuck? Uh, is that just a still image? Okay, uh, can I save this as a... It's a gif that's showing all the, all the maggots like crawling around doing their thing. No, thank uh, you. Hey, Alex, <laughs> how about we move on from maggot cheese? Fucking please, we have been on it for a while. You're right about that. I'm just... <laughs> I forgot about Kazumartsu. I wish you had continued to forget. <laughs> All right, Alex, I got a good... It's less of a would-you-rather and more of a this-is-gonna-be-fun, like, a fun decision type thing. Okay. Okay, so very very much the same genre as would-you-rather, if you will. For the most part, yes, yes. Um, So, Alex, all right, picture this. A mysterious figure approaches you and offers five various and interesting items. You may only choose one. Um... So here's how it's going to work, Alex. I'm going to list all of the items that this mysterious figure has to offer you. And then you will pick one. Then I will read what, you know, what you get from choosing that item. Okay. Item number one, envelope. Okay. Item number two, a bar of soap. Item number three, a pineapple. Item number four, a rusty katana. Item number five, a pistol. Item number six, a gold bar. Okay, okay. So I'm kind of caught. I think my answer is the katana. The problem with it, because cool sword, right? I don't care that it's rusty. Cool sword. But the problem is, as someone who doesn't know anything <laughs> about sword play, a katana is definitely the edgiest sword to own in a bad way. That's... That sounded kind of kinky. Sword play? <laughs> yeah, sword play, you know? You'd, you'd swing the sword around, except you know what you're doing. Instead of just yelling, <laughs> hi At things. And then hitting them. I don't think you say hi if you have a katana. I might, because I don't know sword play. But I do I do think I picked the katana. Um, I do love a good pineapple, though. So, in the end, you are choosing a katana? Yes. Okay. Um, what, the info behind the Rusty Katana, you have picked the Rusty Katana. You have inherited the ability to wield swords excellently. You have excellent swordsmanship. Fuck yeah! So it solves my issue! It doesn't matter! Exactly! It doesn't matter if you don't know what the fuck you're doing with a sword, now you do. I picked right. Um, when I, when I initially saw this, I picked Gold Bar, because, sell that shit. And, uh... You have picked the gold bar. This is a simple gold bar. That's it. Huh. So you mentioned pineapple, yes? Yes, pineapple. I'm curious about pineapples. I love pineapples. So you have picked the pineapple. You may summon as many pineapples as you want. You may also summon a pineapple that functions as a house. Oh, oh fuck. Pineapple gives you SpongeBob mode? Are you regretting not picking pineapple? It's tough because... This katana is pretty fucking sick now that I know how to use a katana, <laughs> like, properly. Um, any sword. Any sword, even, yes. You can wield expertly. 
So that's pretty fucking sick. That said, I think re- realistically, I would use pi- an infinite supply of pineapples as well as a free house more. <laughs> I mean, you already picked the katana, so no pineapple for uh, you. Oh, definitely. But I'll just yeah. read everything else. Uh, and I don't regret my choice. It's just that pineapple <laughs> probably would have been a better one in hindsight. I mean, I think the gold bar would be the most useful. I mean, you just get straight money. Bro. After you sell this gold bar. It's one gold bar. Start a pineapple store. Ooh, that's a good Out idea. Out of a pineapple. Um, so, so for the envelope, you have picked the envelope. You open up the envelope and see that there is a $15 McDonald's gift card. That's it. <laughs> that's way less cool than a katana that you know how to use. Um... You have picked the bar of soap. This bar of soap grants you the magical ability of curing any disease by simply touching the person slash animal who has it. If the bar of soap gets destroyed, you lose your ability. So that would have been the best one to pick just overall out of the lot. You could make a lot of money that way, too, if you were shitty. (laughs) Yeah, you could open up one of those scam churches that, like, I will fully heal you just by... Like, come up and let me exercise the demon out of you. The finger of God. And (laughs) finger of God, yes. Um, And then finally, the pistol. This this pistol can send bullets to anywhere instantly. (laughs) I don't know about saying anything about that publicly on the internet. Other than, well, that's something I would never use. (laughs) Don't tempt me. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I thought that one was pretty cool and interesting. No, that was a lot of fun. So, congratulations, Alex. You're a weeaboo who now has a katana. No, be- see, that's that's where the issue with the katana originally lied. But the fact that I know how to use it makes me a samurai or some shit. I don't fucking know. You probably have to be Japanese to be a samurai. But, <laughs> especially because... I don't... Th- no. Are- you don't need to be... No, there's been non-japanese samurai are, are samurai even still around i doubt it no yeah i, I figured as much because i know they were like basically guns for hire before there were guns for rich people no gun for hire is more specific they were just protection uh the the last of like official samurais were ended in 1876 okay so samurai have been around from the 12th century until 1876. Holy shit, that's actually a while. It's pretty fucking cool. It's like 700 years. I'm not even going to attempt to say how many years that's, that is. About 700. But yeah, that's that's pretty badass. I didn't know they were still like that recent. Me either, to be honest. Like that's... Was Rockefeller alive back then, or was he early 1900s? I'm pretty sure Industrial Revolution was late 1800s, right? Uh, you talking about John D. Rockefeller? I don't fucking know that he was rich. Well, yeah, he's the American business magnate. Yeah, that's the one. 1839. Okay, wow, well, he's is when he was, a little when bit... he was When he was born. Okay, so he might have been around. Um, but it was the 1800s, so I don't know, living to 40 might have been... Well, it would have been 37. No, it was, he was born 1839, and he died 1937. Holy... Oh, duh. He was rich. <laughs> when you're rich, you get to live 100 years, even when you were born in fucking 18 goddamn 39. <laughs> when a sneeze could have killed you. <laughs> Living to the ripe old age of died in childbirth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. How did we get on to talking about Rockefeller? I forget. There was a segue somewhere there that I missed. A samurai, and then you asked about Rockefeller. Oh, right, right, right. Like if he was alive during samurai? Yes. I don't know why you thought of that, but, <laughs> but you did. I some samurais cho- chopping Rockefeller up, to be honest. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I thought about that. Jesus Christ. Um, I think I was just like, what happened in the 1800s? Oh, rich people. There was a war. There was one of, in 1812. There was a lot of wars. Um, Hey, Alex, since everyone is remembering 
samurais chopping up John D. Rockefeller. How about we move to the tent? Going to be honest, Blaine, I do, I do need to chill. <laughs> want to talk? I uh, I thought you were going to say I do want to talk more about cutting up John D. Rockefeller. No, no, I mean with a katana. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna picture it. It it looks nice in my head. <laughs> but no, um, I definitely need to chill out a little bit. I can still feel my energy levels are far <laughs> too high after you introduced to me the fact that there's maggot cheese on purpose. Bro, I would try maggot cheese. I don't know what to tell you. You're a fucking monster. I'm a foodie, Alex. I would try, like, almost probably anything once. I feel like foodie is just a name for an asshole who likes to eat food. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm an asshole who likes to eat food. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> there is so much that I would eat that people are adverse to. I mean, testicles, I'd definitely try them once at least. Uh... Oh, there's a test fest in a town that is next to me. I was going to say the town name, but I was like, wait, that's going to kind of dox yeah, me. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I, Blaine, let's... But yeah, there is a test fest that's... In a town Let's go to this me. test festival these days. They have it pretty much every year. Oh, I would scarf down some testies. Fuck yeah. All right. I've never had them. Like, even though it's, yeah, right next to me, I've never been there. I've never had them before. I would try fugu. Definitely. And that's, like, the deadliest food imaginable. Yeah, I'd try fugu as long as I, like, the sh- I knew the chef had credentials. Yeah, like, the chef does it is like take a bite (laughs) (laughs) yeah like if i'm going down you're going with me take a bite bitch all right but yeah i would i would try a lot of foods uh yeah let's go relax a little bit purge our brains of maggots (laughs) purge your brain of maggot please Would you like some of this maggot cheese I have prepared for you in our tent? You get that out of my goddamn tent right now. That was the sound of me eating all the maggot cheese at once. And that was the sound of me vomiting after watching that. I apologize (laughs) to the listeners who had to hear that. Audio hell. (laughs) If Alex gets to fake throw up, I get to fake throw up. Oh, yeah, go for it, buddy. That was, that was... Uh, I'm done. I didn't want to do Okay, I was going to say, that was much less violent than mine. <laughs> to be honest, that's how I dry heave, honestly. my When I throw up, it's violent. Here, let me actually throw up right now. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to throw up right now. Where would I put it? In my pocket? That's a good place to store your vomit for later. <laughs> like, what is that in your pocket? <laughs> vomit. <laughs> okay, no, now I like I'm I'm picturing how it would work. I'm picturing someone just walking around with a Ziploc bag full of vomit just hanging out in their pocket. <laughs> no, I was just thinking I was just picturing it like out just a big wet like brown spot. That is also quite good. It's leaking out because the jeans are oversaturated. <laughs> like oh, I didn't waterproof it yet. It reeks of bile. <laughs> can we stop talking about this i don't i don't give a shit but it's like our it's it's our listeners for our listeners sake i feel like they won't won't get down with just putting vomit in your pocket you know put the bomb in your pocket i got a pocket got a pocket full of vomit. oh that works so well <laughs> okay but no it's it's story time so uh this this memory came about when Blaine and I were doing some research, I honestly 100% forget the segue. What made me say this while we were doing research for our final topic today. But uh, I want to tell you the story about when I got in big trouble for, well, sort of big trouble, for trespassing in a junkyard. <laughs> now, you got to put yourself into the shoes of a 15-year-old boy, right? Because that's how old I was. And... Junkyards are fucking cool. 
So right around at the beginning of my rebellious, <laughs> well, I say rebellious phase. Honestly, it w- I guess this was my high school rebellious phase, and then most of my rebellion came post high school. It happened once. <laughs> yes. My rebellion phase was once. I was not a very rebellious person until, like, late high school. But my friend and I, just, we, we, we'd, we'd walk around after school a lot. I lived in a small town. It was perfectly fine. Just walk around the city. And so one day, we kind of just wandered past the junkyard, and we're like, oh, let's go check out the junkyard. And let me tell you, the junkyard is full of fun mysteries and secrets. So many cars with just things in them, and you can, like, open... They're not locked. You can just open the door and sit in them and fuck around in this car. There was big old... I'm just picturing you... I'm picturing you freaking the fuck out sitting in a car. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. We're in a car right now. Can you believe it? Like, we just opened the door and sat down in a car. And it was unlocked, and it was a busted up car. Wild. There was a bus there that had no... Win- all the windows were broken out. The door wouldn't open. We never did end up going inside. Um, which is good. We probably would have cut Why ourselves not? on the glass, to be honest. Like, don't get me wrong. I've climbed through a bus window before. It's easy peasy, but... Small price to pay. Small price to pay, I suppose so. So, uh, probably the third time or so we've decided to hang out in this junkyard. We have another friend with us. He, he's, uh... He was more of a timid guy, but he wanted to tag along, and we're like, oh, we're going to the junkyard. I still kind of feel bad for dragging him along, because I don't think it would have been his first thought. Uh, and To go to the junkyard for fun? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you're 15. There ain't shit else to do. Go fuck around in the junkyard. It makes sense. So we're, we're there. We're, we're messing around. And... Was this in daylight, or... Oh, yeah, broad daylight. This is right after school. In, like, the spring. So, eventually, uh, after fucking around for a while, there's a boat there. There's, we all get in the boat. There's a boat. Not a big one. Like, a little, uh, little motorboat. And the, the friend I come to, uh, come to the junkyard with often, he's a tinkerer. He always has been. Back when I was, like, eight, I'd go over to his house and he was taking apart his toys and, like, putting the wiring together to make other weird shit. He's always been a tinkerer. So on this boat, I shit you not, the radio was already disconnected. And this motherfucker's like, ooh. And he starts playing with the wires and tries to connect it. Well, junkyard owner comes out. And to be honest, when you see a young boy fuck... Oh, important detail. Important detail that I forgot. At this point, this motherfucker had giant green Liberty Spikes. You're gonna have to fill me in on what that is. Uh, when... It's like a mohawk, except it's spikes. Oh. So, like... That's... I never knew that was actually called something. Yes, it's a, it's a very punk rock haircut. And it's basically a mohawk, but instead of just being, st- like, straight up hair, you form it, you keep it long, and in the morning, it takes a lot of time, you form it into giant fucking spikes. Yeah, I've seen this. I'll be... Alex, I kind of hate this hairstyle but it's very punk rock oh very punk rock but <laughs> and we were a bunch of edgy high school too too much too much time too much effort for not a lot of payoff in my opinion well that's your opinion right now i'm telling a story that's yeah 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 it's my opinion yeah but, here I mean, in the tent it's, it's right. okay to have different opinions so the junkyard owner comes out Sees three dumb high school fucks fucking with the radio. Obviously, we're stealing it. So he just tells us, you know, get the fuck out. What's your parents' name? Blah, 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 blah. I go home. I'm a little bit worried I'm going to get in trouble, but it all blows over. It's fine. Until two or so months later. We're well into summer vacation. And at about one o'clock in the afternoon, I get a phone call from my mom. The first question she asked was, did you just wake up? Because I answered kind of groggy. I had. No, I didn't just wake up. (laughs) And then she asked me if I have to go to talk to the police as well as the friend I was with. Not the timid one, but the other one. And I was like, um, what do you mean? 
Turns out, uh, other friend had been called into the police, and I was like, no man left behind. I went to the police station with him. We didn't mention it to the other guy, because we, we both knew that we just kind of dragged him along. I went with my friend to the police station to talk to the police about the junkyard incident. Well, what it turned out being <laughs> is that that boat, someone is like somebody started it on fire. And oh. so I guess the junkyard guy remembered my friend's dad's name and like reached out and we were investigated for starting the boat on fire. It wasn't us. We were fucking with the radio. God, I hope it wasn't an electrical failure. <laughs> like, did you tell the dude your parents' names, or did he, did he just know, like, who y'all were? Oh, no. Uh, my friend told uh, his dad's name. I was stricken with silence because I had never gotten in trouble like that before. Why would you tell the man... Your parents' name? I don't know. We were trying to be good kids. Like we, as far as we saw it, you're going, you're going through your rebellious phase, and you tell the truth. Rebellious phase is a strong way to put it, to be honest. And also, I didn't like. I, I, I would have said, "Do you even know who I am?" They're gonna say, "No," and then, good, and then leave. Okay, in a town of about six thousand, you're gonna be able to find the kid with giant liberty spikes, though. Wait, your friend had Liberty yes. Spikes or the junkyard owner? I thought the no, junkyard owner, no. had, owner had Liberty junkyard Spikes. Junkyard owner and sees the, uh, walks out and sees this shithead 15-year-old with giant spikes on him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, basically we got called into the police and got questioned about that. We didn't start the boat on fire. Me being there actually helped because we didn't know what was going on. We just knew it was for trespassing in the junkyard. And, like, the cop just did not expect me. And he was like, oh, why are you here? And I was like, oh, I was there when it happened. And the cop was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. What? These kids didn't light no boats on fire. <laughs> and then nothing came of it. I got grounded for a little bit. But my parents secretly thought it was funny. So that's my junkyard story. I didn't go <laughs> to the junkyard after that. I don't think I ever heard this story before. Huh. Well, it's one of them. I'm just still hung up on the Liberty Spikes thing. Why is it called Liberty Spikes? Because they're like the spikes on Statue... I mean, they're going the other direction, but there's like the spikes on the Statue of Liberty. In shape. And scale. Huh. I never knew this had like a proper name. I did, because my friend had it. How much goddamn like hairspray is used? Oh, it was a gel and a shit ton. <laughs> Like an entire bottle per spike? I don't fucking know. Give me a second. I can go ask him. I live with him now. Okay, so I've got my answer. He was sleepy or asleep, and I poked him to wake him up, and all he managed to answer the question with was a lot. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So anyway, um, that was a good story. I did enjoy that. Alex, Disney Channel original movies. I've seen some of them. Well, the two we're going to talk about here today, they are very similar and compared a lot. And it is two classic musicals, High School Musical in 2006 Boo. and camp rock and and camp rock in 2008 Woo. so yeah obviously which one is superior obviously we already know your answer because of your i mean i might just be a dipshit and not know how booze and woos work but i mean we already knew that but no i do know how booze and woos work so you probably do know my answer yeah so Alex had never seen either of these movies before, so that was the homework we did. We just, like, watched both of these movies. Because I haven't seen High School Musical since, since like, 2006, like, 15 years ago when it came out. So I had completely forgotten about this movie. But I did remember Camp Rock a lot. And going into it, I thought, like, I, I like Camp Rock. It's going to be that one, probably. But upon watching high school musical again like a couple days ago 
I think my answer has switched to High School Musical being better. It so wasn't, though. <laughs> I had so much more fun with High School Musical than I did with Camp Rock. And maybe that's because I haven't seen High School Musical in such a long time and, and remembered virtually nothing about it. But <laughs> I just had more fun with it. It was I enjoyed it better. No, Camp Rock was a much better movie. It was much more interesting. I feel like High School Musical, I barely even... I watched it two days ago and I barely remembered what happened. I know all the big story beats, but I I think there was just so long spent on every song that that was most of the movie. I mean, it is a musical, I guess. And the songs weren't banging. I I will admit, Camp Rock has the better songs. I do enjoy the songs of Camp Rock better. Like, they're both so good to me. Like, I love both of these movies. But, yeah, upon, like, those rewatches, High School Musical did it more for me. And, like, we nitpicked the shit out of both of these movies just for fun, for us. And I I noticed way more just nitpicky dumb shit in Camp Rock than I did High School Musical. That's because the plot wasn't moving fast enough in High School Musical to have to nitpick anything. <laughs> See, first up, okay. I want to talk about. Right, wait, wait. You're you're talking about it's moving so slow. You're at a camp where there's multiple scenes of like kids just walking through the woods. I love walking through the woods. That's quality entertainment. Yes, but is it fast paced, like not slow moving action or whatever the fuck? No, but it also doesn't take five minutes. Like we're all in this together. Blah. Now, I will say, first I want to say <laughs> how both of them had the same shitty ending, where the shithead that is the villain of the piece is just magically friends with everyone again. Right? Like, they, they both ended that way. Well, it's a Disney Channel show. Of course they have to do that. You gotta make sure everyone's okay with each other at the end. Fuck that, Disney. Let me hate. <laughs> Honestly. I, I mean, I mu- High School Musical, like, Sharpay is a bigger bitch than... Um, fuck, I forgot her name. Oh, I don't remember names worth of shit. That one bitch. Do I have it written down? I took notes. Tess. Tess. That was the bit. High School Musical had the bigger bitch in Sharpay than Camp Rock did in Tess. But I feel like Tess was more con- cunning. Um, I... In High School Musical, I was surprised to see, after seeing, like, clips of it and shit, that... How I describe Sharpay is like she was just this huge bitch and didn't realize that nobody fucking liked her and she was so annoying. In Camp Rock, people wanted to be the bitch because they partially because they didn't realize how bitchy she was and partially because they wanted to be like part of her clique and be part of the cool kids. And there's an important message in that. But in High School Musical, she's just like a bitch and she's annoying. I mean, it's also because. Uh, Tess is, like, daughter to, like, a huge, like, Grammy-winning, incredible, like, pop artist or whatever. Yeah, see, and then Sharpay is just some bitch. (laughs) Yeah, she's just, I don't know, she just got this confidence about her. (laughs) And it's totally unearned. Like, she's all flash, but she doesn't know how to be flashy. I mean, she's got her brother that she kind of seemingly hates. Oh, yeah, Alex, you want to talk about his hat? Oh, my God. Okay. So, <laughs> completely legally, I promise, Blaine was just sharing his screen and we were watching this movie on Discord. So, zoomed out, and any time where the scene doesn't show this guy up close, he's got uh, he's got brown hair. And then he's wearing a white cap with, on either side of the center, giant brown leather patches. Now, zoomed out, it looks like this motherfucker is wearing goddamn underwear on his head. And it took me so long to figure out (laughs) even that the patches are leather and not just, not there. Like, I thought it was hair. Motherfucker's wearing underwear hat. And you expect me to take this movie seriously? (laughs) And... You know, also, both of these movies, just, like, the main plot just comes down to, who cares? 
like no one cares. Like the entire plot of High School Musical is the most popular, you know, star athlete in this entire school wants to sing in the musical with the girl that he met that he really likes. But everyone's just like, "What? You you're going to sing?" Oh no, oh my god, you can't s- s- sing. See, it right there Camp Rock supports diversity and ideas from the get-go. There's none of this it has to be a learned lesson bullshit. In Camp Rock, it's just assumed that you're an individual and that's okay. I mean, obviously it, it's not okay because Mitchie abandoned her one friend that she properly made at first to be with the cool kids. Because it's always better in a group. You can't stand out on your own. But she doesn't learn that until Tess is like, you're the cook's daughter. Oh my god, Mitchie is such a bad fucking liar. But. (laughs) She's in the canoe with Shane and she's like, no, it's really good. Like, you're awesome. And I don't lie. Promise. But my point still (laughs) stands. That's about being vapid and wanting to be super popular, right? But. It's not about a lack of being able to express yourself. It isn't Tess's group because Tess is a mega bitch. But the rest of the camp, it's, they literally, in high school musical, they had fucking uh, choreographed bullying telling everyone to be the fucking same. (laughs) Stick to the status quo. What a bunch of bullshit. You you ain't gonna see that in Camp Rock because in Camp Rock, everyone's an individual unless you're hanging out with the vapid bitch. Like, just high school musical... It's just fun. Like, even though, like, yeah, they're, like, the plot is more stupid in High School Musical. Like, it's so weird how the climax of the movie is rehearsals. Or, not rehearsals, like, auditions. Like, the main, like, big singing event thing at the end is just tryouts. (laughs) Or the musical. It's not even the musical itself. And good God, this goddamn drama teacher. Okay, that's another problem I had with Camp Rock. That detention scene when the drama teacher was going on and on and on and on and on. The camp counselor? I'm sorry. That's another problem that I had with High School Musical. The detention scene where the drama teacher was going on and on and on and on and on. It was like I was actually in detention. It was so fucking boring. (laughs) <laughs> I get that that's the goddamn point, but Jesus, I'm trying to enjoy a movie here. I mean, there are, like, another issue, Camp Rock, uh, in the scene where, like, the entire plot of Camp Rock is Joe Jonas needs to find the girl he heard singing after he hid in a bush. Like a creep. And, <laughs> yeah. And, like... That's it. <laughs> and then there's some other stuff like, oh, uh, you gotta sing. You gotta sing at the final jam. That's coming up. No, see, and that's where most of the plot is, Blaine. The, honestly, the Joe Jonas thing was like a side plot that got wrapped up nicely at the end. The big plot was focusing on the final jam and being sure that they were the best. And then, oh no, there's this fallout with Mitchie and the bitch that she's hanging out with Tess because, oh, it turns out Tess is a huge bitch. Oh, she should have been warned about that. Oh, she was. Thankfully, the nice girl that she was friends with earlier isn't too mad at her. And they, they, they end up working it out. Honestly, the vibe there is very back and forth. It was kind of confusing. But in a fun way. Caitlin should have been the star of the movie. She is the Caitlin star Caitlin was the only person in that goddamn movie who wasn't dumb as a box of bricks. <laughs> yeah, she was the best. Caitlin was easily the best. She was the best, the best one. I feel like Mitchie was very much a Mary Sue. I mean, she definitely wasn't, though. I don't know. I'm not getting any vibes from her at all. I feel like you're using Mary Sue incorrectly. Like a plain old character? No, that's not a Mary Sue. I am certain that's a Mary Sue. A Mary Sue is someone that is perfect at everything they attempt on the first try and nothing bad ever happens to them. What am I thinking? Yeah, that's a Mary... Jane Doe? Yeah, I just looked up. You're definitely right. I don't. I definitely not Jane Doe. Well, I guess so. I, I guess it is a Jane Doe. Yeah, like a Mary Sue is someone that's like too perfect and has like no flaws. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So she wasn't a Mary Sue. She was just good God no personalityless. 
Her personality was whichever group she was hanging out with at the time. Whichever group uh, had something for her, <laughs> pretty yeah, much. Yeah, if, uh, if it was Tess, she was a lying bitch. If it was Joe Jonas, she was a flirty singer. And if it was Caitlyn and her crew, she was a pretty regular person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mitchie is one of the worst characters, and she's the main character. Right, it was such a good movie. I did like it much better than High School Musical. It should have been about Caitlyn. Caitlyn was such a more interesting character. But on the downside, Caitlyn's, like, producing talent, she didn't have any. The few times we heard Caitlyn, like, play her, you know, beats and her music, it was so trash. It was so terrible. Sure, but she's following Caitlin, her dreams. You're probably you're probably you're probably good if you play the right song, but everything we've heard from you from this movie was garbage. At least she's trying to follow her dream, Blaine. She's trying to be somebody. And that takes some work. I don't know why I decided to be so dramatic about that. Do you I remember also we were watching this and you did not like um the Australian guy, the camp counselor, the camp owner. Oh, he was kind of a dick, but he wasn't near as bad as the drama teacher. Oh my God, that drama teacher. Yeah, I love how in that, like, um, good God, I remember no one's name. Gabriella. She was all like, yeah, I want to try out. And then drama teacher's like, oh, it's over. No, 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 no. Plus, you don't have anyone to sing with you for the, you know, the lead roles. And then... Uh, Troy is like, I'll do it. And then is like, oh, well, still too late. I don't care. And then she tries to dip. The piano girl, I forgot her name entirely. Uh, she was like, she trips and falls on nothing. Oh, right. <laughs> they go to help her. They go to help her pick her stuff we up. Paused and, then... and went back a few times. There is nothing behind that piano that she tripped on. <laughs> yeah, she just trips on her own feet. Which, but yeah, they like, they pick up her music for her, help her out. What fucking lazy set design? Put something there. It's not hard. You know that she's gonna have to trip. <laughs> I doubt that was considering how big in that scene it was. I doubt it was improv. I mean, Shane tripped on nothing too. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> okay. Wait, I do, but it was because he was doofy and it was on purpose. It was they didn't try and pass it off as like he tripped on something. He tripped on nothing because he was a dumbass, and that was his character, and that's fine. Um, But, yeah, so they help pick up her music and stuff, and they just get talking like, yeah, they didn't even let me, like, play the music for my stuff. And then Troy's like, oh, this is, like, you're like the point guard in basketball, the playmaker, the basketball person. You're a playmaker like in basketball because my only character trait is basketball. Oh, see, in that too. I don't give a shit about basketball. I don't give a shit. Half this fucking his movie coach, is about hey, basketball. Hey, Alex, his coach dad cares about his coach dad cares about basketball, you son I don't of a care bitch. What about his fucking coach dad? <laughs> Fuck his coach dad. But yeah, they uh the piano girl, don't ask me her name. I don't remember her fucking name. Piano girl. She plays the music. They both sing. And then the drama teacher turns out she's been in the back the entire time. Like, all right, fine. You're very, very good. We'll do a callback. And at the callback, they're like, oh, they're not here. Too bad. They're out. Even though she was like, all right, they're pretty goddamn good. We should get a callback for them. But, oh, you're too late. You're 30 seconds behind. Too bad. Yeah, that was just, it was such an insane insanely bad movie i don't know it, it just was not nearly as good as camp it's rock. not even camp bad rock it's so had fun that spirit it had the fun high school musical was some dude who's playing basketball who's like oh no what if my friends think i'm lame for being in a musical and it's like i don't give a shit follow your dreams do it whatever stop bitching <laughs> to me about it i mean yeah i'm talking a lot of shit about high school musical but it is my choice i still loved it, it. Knows, i feel like gabriella took a huge sideline overall you know she was only there in the scenes that Troy was in, or whatever the fuck his name it was. Troy, right? Yeah, it was Troy. Like, she she did not have a huge presence in this movie. I I can't even get a read on By her the, personality. And 
Well, Alex, they give you all of her personality right from the get-go. She's smart. She's hot. That's it. Yeah, see? And to be fair, that's not any more personality than Troy had. Oh, what do you mean? Troy had basketball. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, like I, like I said, <laughs> basketball and popular. Yeah. Sharpay, bitch, popular. That's it. I don't it. think Sharpay was popular. <laughs> she thinks she's popular. I mean, you saw everyone get out of the way when she was walking. Because they're fucking scared of her. You need <laughs> friends to be popular. Or at least I mean, she posse. has her brother. She has Hanging a brother out following with her exclusively around. exclusively your brother does not count as popular <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I'm still, you know, like I said, I'm still talking a lot of shit about High School Musical, but I goddamn love it. And I had more fun this with High School Musical than Camp Rock this time oh, around. Oh, Camp Rock was so much more fun. It was just a better movie. Bro, nothing, nothing beats that ending, uh, like... Final jam with Mitchie and Joe, like, on the stage together. Right? It was fantastic. It was a nice, dramatic conclusion. I, the conclusion to High School that, Musical yeah, was Yeah, that part triumphs, always gets me. It was auditions. It's... I, I don't get that at all. Like, I do not remember this movie at all. I didn't remember it was tryouts. I thought they actually had the musical. I guess maybe High School Musical 2 has the actual musical, but I don't remember. I... Saw High School Musical 2 less than I saw High School Musical 1. And I saw High School Musical 3 even... I don't think I even watched High School Musical 3, to be honest. I don't remember no, any of it. There's also a Camp Rock 2. There is. I know I watched that one, and it is not good. It sounds to me... It sounds to me like what we need to do is we need to watch High School Musicals 2 and 3 and Camp Rock 2. And we need to argue about which series has the worst sequels. <laughs> I don't think High School Musical 2 was that bad. I don't know I don't know about High School Musical 3, but I do know Camp Rock 2 is the worst shit in the world. I mean, you say that, but you also think High School Musical 1 is better than Camp Rock 1, so, you know. Alex, we're going to watch Camp Rock 2 The Final Jam and you're going to agree with me. I promise you that. <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> but yeah i had a lot of fun with high school musical this time around it is my pick for the better movie even though usually i do say camp rock is better this time around i have i had to go with high school musical i just had more fun maybe it's because it's new to me this time because like i said it's been a long time i definitely camp rock i was more interested in what the movie was doing than just picking it apart and making fun of it with my friends. I was picking everything apart. I was picking my part, my choice apart. See, I picked Camp Rock before, like, going into watching them again. And then I had to switch because after we watched High School Musical, I was like, damn, I liked that. Plus, I had more genuine laughs with High School Musical than I did with Camp Rock. There were many times that I paused High School Musical and was like, all right, that was actually pretty funny. I liked that. <laughs> I didn't do that once with High School or with uh, Camp Rock. It was just a more entertaining movie. That, like, a few laughs in it does not equate an entertaining movie. I don't think I genuinely laughed once in Camp Rock. Like, maybe a couple chuckles, but not a straight up, like, <laughs> alright, that was funny. It was more just like, like, you know, the exhale that you Oh, do? yeah, exhale through the nose. Yeah, I exhaled in Camp Rock, but I straight up laughed a couple times at High School Musical. Alright. Blaine, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to insist we start wrapping it up now because I really have to pee. Dude, just piss on podcast. No. <laughs> Coward. A little bit, yeah. See, that's the difference between you and me, Alex. I'm pissing right now in my seat. Yeah, and you also eat maggot cheese, you disgusting freak. <laughs> I've never eaten maggot cheese. I would, though, should I be given the chance. But, yeah, go ahead. End the episode pissy boy Alrighty, everybody well that's gonna do it for us make sure to follow us on twitter at Bumping. wait i just realized i just realized we did piss things again yeah it's fine it's been a while and we didn't focus on it for too long so we're good well now i'm focused on well it. unfocused because we're ending it remember everybody you can follow us on twitter at poultry squabbles if you have any topic suggestions we would love to hear them poultry squabbles at gmail.com 
why don't you give us a like and a follow on whatever you're listening on, if you can, if you want to, if you enjoyed it, which I'm sure you did, because we're fantastic. Yeah, listen to us. Please, continue to listen to us. And that's going to do it for this week. As always, you'll always have us. I love you. <laughs>